podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. In America, it's estimated that 4% of people in prison are actually innocent. When I saw them for the very first time, like I knew who my jury would be doing trial. To be honest, I knew I lost them. In 2002, the state of Georgia found Kerry guilty for his alleged involvement in a vicious rape. Only a small percentage of those people had their convictions overturned. You know, as one great justice said uh, many years ago, we don't find our witnesses from church pews. What series of events led to Kerry's wrongful conviction? Could this happen to anyone? What finally convinced the courts to overturn his conviction? From Zapier, in partnership with the Georgia Innocence Project, this is The 4%. Listen anywhere you get your podcasts or visit zapier.com forward slash resources forward slash podcasts to learn more. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Over Smiling Faces podcast on the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. Uh, as always, I am joined by Degat, Mark and Mr. Stephen Best to discuss another absolute shit show. Um, something which we've spoke about plenty of times this season, the last few weeks. Um, it's been a little bit different, uh, but we came crashing back down to earth against Arsenal. Um, let's just get straight into it, boys. Um, Degat. Sum that one yes. up for me. Um, well, pretty much what I was expecting, to, to be honest with you. I had absolutely no real hopes going into it. Um, in fact, I was actually out with the family and I didn't even see it live, if I'm honest. I watched a bit on Sky Go when I could get signal. Then I recorded it and I watched the game twice when I got back um, for me sins. Twice? Um, yeah, twice? I watched it twice. Why? I was, I was that furious <laughs> the first time I watched it. I watched it again the day. Um, that that yeah. sounds perfectly normal thing to do, mate. I was that furious. I decided to do it again. <laughs> yeah, well, I won't be doing that with any duty, but that's another thing. Um, but yeah, um, no. Uh, I, well, I'll quickly just mention one thing about the, the lineup. Uh, I, I, mm. We haven't spoke at all, have we? Really, at the four of us? Not really. No. Moment, so I'm actually quite no, interested to see what no. you think. Well, well um, there's a comment in there before you go on. Mm. Hey, Degger, there's a yeah. comment. They ask him why why we haven't done a watch along this week. Um, we're just all busy, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, yeah. It's one of those things where. If, if there's two years I can do it, then fair enough. But it's always better if all four we can get together. Um, I didn't want it to be half fast, so that's why we didn't do it, basically. Um, but yeah, I carry on. Sorry, mate. I don't sorry. Um, I, my last had book tickets for Beamish. Was it was it always meant to kick off at this time on a Sunday, or has that been moved? I think it changed. If did not change a few weeks ago. Yeah, I'm sure it was meant to be Saturday. Possibly I can't remember, was. mate. I can't remember. Anyway, she she booked the tickets and I went. It's fine. Why? There's no match on. And then as it turns out, of course there was. Um, but yeah, so when I seen the starting lineup, though, I've got to be honest, I was I was actually quite like pleased. I was quite excited, really, by the lineup. I thought it was a really good good team, um, and I thought, and I seen Arsenal's team and seen the amount of changes that them had made, and I thought, hey, maybe we've got a chance to get at them here. You know, really put them under a bit of pressure. We've, mm. we've been in decent form, you know, if you can say that. We've done all right the last few weeks. Um, I don't know what your thoughts were on on the team. We we use the similar to what I'm saying. Well, in our WhatsApp group, um, I think everyone was was. Happy with the team. Obviously, Joe went, and obviously he he was benched, uh, and Callum Wilson came back in, and that was the only change, if I remember right. Uh, was only yeah, that one. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, what were your thoughts on it, Mark? In regards to yeah, so, yeah, so I obviously did the, the pre-match um, preview. So I was talking about the fact that, that that was probably the only change that we were likely to see was Wilson coming in and starting. It would it would more likely be an unchanged team. So that's what I was expecting, and and that's what we got. Um, I also had a a false sense of what what Deck has just been saying. There is like you you thought with a bit of run of form that we'd been had in in the previous weeks, a bit of improvement in performance, the way Arsenal have been playing, where they've been shocking and and have have lost it a lot of their games in recent weeks it, you, you just think there's there's no better time to play them than than at the weekend with with the the way both of the teams are and in typical Newcastle United fashion the the just the do what we should have really expected to happen and when when you think it's going to go well they they just don't bother turning up and, and throwing a half-assed performance which is is definitely what they gave for yeah bestie you returned 
to football yourself this weekend. Yes. You've done a better job being in that team than some of the um, players. I'm going to be perfectly honest here because I don't know if any of the lads I was playing with yesterday watched this, but I am um, no, I was I wouldn't have got a game for. Uh, I was shocking. I was absolutely. I, I made Shelby look like um, a hard working kind of quarterback. I would. Lift oh, you're not in goal like Bestie. We're not in goal. No, no, I, no, no. It was just a game of seven aside, like so. All right, but um, but I've, I've been saying for ages that I'm not going to start playing again because my my ankles would be like a pestle and mortar. You know, they crush up like a pepper corns or something. And it turns out um, that is exactly the noise my left knee's making at the minute. It's kind of, I don't know if something's come loose in there, but it's, uh, it, it sounds like I'm walking on gravel when I uh, bend my left <laughs> knee. So, um, slightly alarming. Like, but yeah, um, I mean, I, I didn't really, because I was playing and I had a, me and Amy picked a, did a click and collect shop for when, so I didn't really watch much of the game at all. I was working as well. So I kind of caught bits and pieces here and there. But kind of to echo what the lad said, you, you look at that lineup to start with, having, Considered like the the last uh, three four games, and you think ah, oh, it's like it's the change, the one change. Joe Linton going out for Wilson is probably the one that you would make. You don't upset a winning team or a winning team, you know, kind of a team in comparative decent form too much. But Wilson's by any metric a better footballer than Joe Linton, so you get him yeah. in, and you think, oh well, it's going to be better. But it 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 was just awful from, from what I saw. It, it felt like it felt like the thought of playing the Invincibles. Like yeah. not, not Arsenal in 2021, who were 11th in the league and kind of have got who aren't really a great team. I mean, for all, they're one of the big six. Um, apparently, um, this is as poor an Arsenal team as I can remember since like Bruce Riach before before Wenger's manager. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think there was really any reason not to try and have a go at them. I was very very disappointed with how the so how the obviously- it. Obviously, on a weekly basis, we have have a, a run up to these games where we'll do the likes of uh, our previews, whether that be by audio podcasts or, or videos, speaking to away fans of the team that we're about to play. And um, we've done a couple of this week. Um, obviously, Mark uh, done his preview along with Chris and Daryl, and we also had a couple of lads on, so a couple of Arsenal fans alongside Matty, which, which was a fantastic watch. And I did one for Arsenal channel as well, the Chronicles of Aguna. And no Arsenal fan was confident going into this one. And I think it was more likely Newcastle fans were sitting on the side of the fence where you're thinking, we can get something out of this one. And myself, I thought, oh, we'll get, we'll get at least a draw from these. I honestly thought they would have one eye on the Europa League. And, and evidently, that they made eight changes from, obviously, the defeat in, in Valencia. Was it Valencia where they were? It was, wasn't it? Um, very well. That was Daryl's mistake that he made as well. All <laughs> oh, right, is Villarreal not in Valencia? No. Anywhere <laughs> near. No. <laughs> anywhere near. Um, but yeah, um, they stayed there an extra night as well, if I remember right. And obviously the Dwale coming back when he came back on on the Friday um, for the game. But pff, it, it was Newcastle of old, wasn't it? It was just. Uh, Decker, you've used this phrase many a times where we just didn't land a glove on them. And it was all them. We we were happy to sit back, let them control the game from start to finish. Well, for for me, this is the type of performance that we see just too regularly under Bruce, isn't it? It's just, you know, we might string three, four. Well, that's not not very often, I will say that. But we might string the odd result here or there together. Decent performance, maybe for 45 minutes to an hour. But then just too frequently we see this type of performance getting put in where we that I wouldn't even necessarily say that, you know, yes, you can criticise we're sitting back, but there's a real lack of effort across the board um, summed up by your captain yesterday. I actually, the second time I watched it, um, I actually decided to just watch Shelby for a long part of the game. Um, my God almighty, he was atrocious. Absolutely horrendous on Sunday. Um, and, I, and I think, you know, that's just one player, but every single one of them, in my opinion, although, the, I mean, Sane tried a little bit, a few runs here and there, but the rest of them didn't really. I honestly don't think anything brother broke a sweat. Honestly, I don't. Um, and as I, as I mean to the start there, we'll see this performance every five games, every four games, where they just don't turn up whatsoever. Yeah. Um, like I said, we're, we're pretty confident having Wilson back in there, but I think he made two touches in the opposition box in, in that first half. Um and whether whether those were decent touches or what, I, I can't even remember. Bessie, you, you said before we started recording this that you 
can barely remember part of the game. Um, it was just one of those where everything just passed me by, and, and it was a game where it, it felt like it went on for hours and hours. It felt to me like, you know, those... I was actually going to write a tweet about this during the um, game last week. I forget which one it was now. Where, you know, when you're watching the match and something will happen, they'll show a replay, and you think, oh, we've got a goal kick. And then the kind of footage goes back live, and the other team have got the ball again. Mm. Whenever I looked at it, it just felt as if Arsenal were kind of... had the ball in our half, and we were sitting back and sitting back and couldn't do anything with it. The only touch I remember Wilson having in the box was um, from an Arsenal corner that everyone missed and he cleared away from, um, I think, Aubameyang at the back post. And you can see even then, Wilson's like, he's about number 13, but he's a centre forward and he's having a go at the defenders for not doing that job properly then. He can, he's kind of saying, oh, yeah, boys, hey, what, what's going on here? And I think it was, mm. that was, um, well, it would have been 1-0 at that point because it was there. Uh, yeah, I remember that bit, mate, yeah. And, but I kind of, like, it's, it kind of felt like that to me. It, it felt as if, again, like I say, I watched a really kind of truncated version of it, you could say um, it felt like I was watching a highlights from like an Arsenal perspective because Newcastle just didn't lay a glove on them as I'm sure we're going to try and get a mark say at some point because me and you and Deck have all kind of uh, used that <laughs> quite a bit like but, but I just it was just rubbish like um, it was almost kind of getting back to the, the, the form that you'd expect the form that we've seen this season in however many games where they just don't Seem to, Arsenal seem to know how to attack the game and we've criticised Bruce for this before where he doesn't have a plan B even weeks in advance Arsenal knew how to play against Newcastle and Newcastle just went oh that's it then mm. well on the next one you know yep. but Valencia is about um, 50 mile from Villarreal so close see yeah. close I, you know, I'm not walking it. I'm not, I'm not pushing a shopping trolley that distance. Like. <laughs> Close to that as well, mate. Close to that as well. Oh, no, not on my knees. I'll be sitting in it. <laughs> well, I'm not pushing that one, mate. I'll just take the flag that I can push this time. <laughs> um, Mark, anything? Anything? Actually, we'll, we'll, we'll go to their their opener, their first goal. Um, as always, um, Newcastle United gift players, um, goal scoring opportunities. Um, this time, first goal in the Premier League after 60 odd games. Uh, I think he had the, the lad had played. And Newcastle, we'll see you now. Sorry. Exactly, exactly <laughs> that, mate. Um, what I want to touch on is there's plenty of chances there to, to, for Newcastle to deal with that. Plenty and plenty. But obviously, the ball lands to, to the, the straight air to the goal scorer. And a lot of criticism coming Dubravka's way, um, saying Dubravka should have done better than that one, um, as always. It causes arguments with, with everyone. It causes a debate in our WhatsApp group. What's your thoughts on it, mate? Because I'm pretty sure you stayed quiet on this one. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think he, it was he was particularly at at fault for it. Um, it was a it was a decent strike from their player, El Elany, Elmany, Elmany. Oh, here we go. Right. If you notice, if you go back 10 seconds, you'll notice I didn't see his name because I wanted to see yeah. it. I was, trying to, I was trying to remember how, how it went. Um, Melanie, Melanie who? Melanie Blatt. <laughs> El Nenny. Melanie Strikes. Um, but I don't know. I think trying to blame him for, for that is 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 a bit harsh. Like, um, I don't think it, you, you, can, you can really point the finger at him to, to say that it's... He should be saving it. It was it was a well a well sh struck shot. Um, he's gone over and yes, he's got a got a hand to it. Not a, a particularly strong hand, but I don't know if it was just because it was just that just a little bit too far for him to to get at. I just think it was a very a very decent finish from their player. So mm, yeah, I, I think he should save it. Like to be honest, like personally, um, like no no doubt about it in my opinion. Uh, and that listen, just because I've said that doesn't mean I want Dolo back in. That, <laughs> This seems to be this horrible argument where if you're criticising Dubravka, it means I want to shag Darlow. That's not the case. Um, I, I still, Dubravka is fine. Everything's all right. I just feel in that moment you should save that. I mean, you do. I do as well. I think you should save it. I think he gets across to it well enough. He gets a good. He gets enough of a hand on it that he should get it away for me. Um, it's. I mean, I've. It's another one. Where, tune from the weekend then. No, no, I said that at the time. No, best he said straight away that he should I do. That, that was me. Yeah, it was thought... me that was saying that yeah. he, he, he obviously. I think it's too powerful. Um, it's, it's he does get his fingers to it, but I think he just hits it. So I think he actually hits off his. He doesn't even connect well with it. I think he hits off his shin, uh, or his lower shin. Um, but yeah, 
for me, um, once again, it's split 50-50 on this one. We'll have to go and get that Amstel bottle cap and flip <laughs> this one and see if the Bravgas had fold for it. Um, Let's face it, again, it, though, the, the shot should have been stopped before it, it even gets to your keeper, though, shouldn't it? The, the amount well, of chances we had to clear it and stuff like that, that's the the thing. It's another... Another one of those ones where it's kind of come back between the lines almost, where they've cut it back. And it's been, we've been unlucky in that kind of Obama Young's miss hit his shot and it just happens to have yeah. fallen to um, El Nenny. But um, it, uh, we look at the replay and they've got one from behind when El Nenny hits it. I'm just repeating his name because I'm not pronouncing it. Um, <laughs> he's about 22 yards out and like Longstaff looks as if he's kind of caught between the defence and the midfield again. But I think he's just following in, looking for it, and he's not expecting Obama Young to miss hit it. So mm. he's kind of then. So I think it, it, it doesn't look great on long stuff. And I, I think I did criticise him to start with. Look at it again. And they should do better. I mean, it's a ball back from the byline. And how many times, I say this, it feels like every week now, we concede a goal where they've got the byline. It's like a FIFA goal. Cut the, go to the byline, yeah, cut it back, and yeah. there's someone on the penalty well, bestie, spot. Bestie, if you go a little bit further back in that replay, it must be in the same one, which, which I've watched uh, along with you there, is Shelby stood um, in, in, once again in the middle of halfway line and the edge of the box. And yeah. the player just steps it up a little bit and just doesn't even have to sprint. He just jogs past Shelby. Then, then Shelby obviously makes a half horse run when it's too late. Um, he did, he didn't even that's run. That's exactly what happens. He didn't even well, run. That's exactly my point because I know you have mentioned a few times there, but we had umpteen times to clear it. I actually didn't think we did. Uh, what I will say, it was a pretty much a long ball that Dummett couldn't track for some reason. Uh, ben Aim, what do you call him? What's the right back hole again? Didn't want to get wrong here and mm. do a mark. Ben Ayun, isn't it? Ben Ayun, isn't it? I just it was... don't want to say it wrong. Uh, it was, was Bellerin, wasn't it? He's done well to get where he gets. But as you said, Obama Young there, he's fluffed his shot, right? But how a lad can be on the edge of our box completely unmarked to have a free shot, yeah. that's what's unacceptable. And it's what it doesn't the whole team, right? It's them two centre midfielders are not good enough. I'm telling you now, they're not good enough. Longstaff or Shelby are just aren't good enough. They haven't got the legs, man, to play in midfield. And Shelby just wasn't switched on at all. Um, and to have a free shot from the edge of our box is just it's just unbelievable. But how we just started so poorly though, didn't we in that game? I mean, we didn't play well throughout, but I mean, Christ Almighty, when you think of the form that we've been in, you know, decent point away at Anfield, and that's the first mm-hmm. 10, 15 minutes that you give, it's absolutely shocking. Well, you, you concede early in both games. Then we saw the complete opposite against Liverpool. We saw a reaction uh, against Arsenal. There, there was nothing absolutely. They, they buried us in the first five minutes. It, it almost felt like we had nothing to play for. It was it was as if we were already safe, and there was nothing really, nothing really on the game. Everything was fine. It was a weird, honestly, it was a weird attitude from them. I thought mm. the Liverpool game was a strange one. I thought, like you were saying there, Chris, like very similar in that they conceded the first goal within like five minutes, whatever it was. Yeah, but the chances Liverpool had the week before last week that uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they could have, if, if they had a shooting boots on, Liverpool twelve months ago would have put five or six past it at least. Um, and we wouldn't have had half the chances that we had because obviously they didn't have the, the, the main men at centre half. Like so, the Liverpool game was a funny one. And again, I mean, I'm saying this. I, I still think that the point was probably you could say it was certainly say it was fair. This Arsenal game at the weekend there, there was just nothing. There was nothing there from Newcastle to suggest it was almost like the thought, "Oh, well, we're safe now, so we'll just kind of we'll phone it in." Mm. Yeah, it, it we'll did look us. like that. Like it, it really did we'll, look like it was holiday mode from the yeah. We'll save early. ourselves, save ourselves for Sheffield United and um, Fulham at the end of the season. Maybe it kind of felt like that a bit. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> it was a deplorable performance. It was awful. And I, and again, we mentioned at the start there about the respect that was showed Arsenal. You know, and mm. we've we've done this many times against Arsenal recently. I'm sure we've sat here and said it's one of the worst Arsenal teams we've ever seen. This one, and it, we'll see it every time we play them. Um, well, I remember we went yeah. down to um, oh, the Emirates yeah. not too long ago. There, Lazaro got his ass pulled out. We got to be four one or something. I think I don't mm. think they had won a game in about ten games or something. Newcastle rocked up to score four. Like yeah. it's it's it happens time after time after time. Could, could have been more. Could have been more at the weekend as well. Miggy cleared one off the line. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, a few times I noticed as well for when they were getting corners. Miggy looks like he's going to close the, the short corner down to stop that from happening. Then you could hear clearly over the microphones to Bravka, where shout Miguel, Miguel, come back. And obviously he was getting him back on that from post. It worked, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> if Miggy's not there, that, that's in the back of the net. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I said, it's a great clearance. It, it was a great clearance, but with Almiron, once again, this game, it, it's just it's just gone by. And I don't just want to look at this one game because the game go past everybody. Um it's just, for, for all it's worth, earlier in the season, these pundits were saying, uh, Newcastle have been bad because they haven't had Wilson, uh, Almiron, 
and seeing maximum fit at the same time all started the game day against Arsenal. It's one of the worst performances we've seen all season. To be fair to Miggy though, he was getting he was getting asked to play in the in a in a midfield three. He was he was basically playing in a in a well, let's let's face it, three holes in midfielders, wasn't it? With the with the three of them and then he had Saint in front and then Wilson in front of him, or or the two of them up, up front kind of together for most of the time. So it's no wonder we're not seeing the best of Miggy when you're asking him to play in, in that position. The the times when we've looked good with having Wilson, Saint and Miggy on the, the field together is when they've played as a front three. Hmm. It, in, it, Miggy it looks lost, there, doesn't he? There wasn't at any point where we had them them three playing up, up top together. He's, he's asking them to play in a role that's alien to him. Yeah. No, no, I agree. I agree with you. We said this last week um, that that Miggy's yeah. been played out of position. We've said it for the last couple of weeks now. Um, but but how do you make that work with, with those front three? Is it just simply what what you've just said there, Mark? Where we've got to play them as the front three, or what? Well, that's that's where we've got all of all of with, with decent form and decent results from in in the past. But to do that, we have to go back to a, a, a back four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's, he's just unwilling to do that at the minute, isn't he? When when they hit a little bit of form, um, not long after Graham Jones came in, when they, they beat Everton, Everton. I seem to recall they beat Everton. They had Wilson kind of on the right hand side, didn't they? The three Elmer on through the That's middle, right. and yeah, yeah. Said Maximum on the left, and I think, uh, I mean, I, I don't think that's necessarily the best way to play them because you, Callum Wilson, you'd, you'd say, is going to be most effective. But there again, he scored two that day, so maybe I'm, I'm talking about the RCA, I don't know. But um, I, I think it's it's getting to the point now where you think, well, how do you fit them all, all in? Because I think Miggy certainly is better through the middle, behind the front man. Maybe Saint Maximan. We've seen this is the kind. Of, this this is the worst game he's played since he came back from injury. We've had four games where he's been excellent playing through the middle, but with Joe Linton. So yeah. I, I saw someone in the comments earlier saying that Saint Maximan and Wilson maybe can't play together. Maybe they're a bit too kind of, and I don't know how how true that is. Maybe they just need to get a, a bit of a relationship going there. But it, it's I don't. It's a bit of a shame that we're at the end of this season. In fact, well, yeah. This season, because it's Wilson's first season there. Um, in fact, now we'll go back to the start of last season as well. We're, we've had St. Maximum and Almiron in the squad or in the team, and we still don't really know where best to play them. Um, and after two full seasons, that's not really good enough, is it? Mate, doesn't surprise us over Brewster's. It doesn't surprise us. I think we do know where to play them. The problem is, is that ideally you want Miggy and and Saint both on on that left left hand side, and well, they, the, they can't we, both play there. The other problem that you've got, though, the other problem you've got is with Bruce. Obviously, for forever and a day, has been telling me he wants to go to the back four. He's tried that, and for whatever reason, long term, you know, it hasn't worked. So now he's reverted back to the five. Richie's came back in to play left wing back, which we've all praised and we've been quite happy with Richie. Yeah, it's been good. So yeah. it it, do, it does make it difficult to fit the players in. You know, he's almost just playing his names at the moment, isn't he? And yeah. almost just putting them on the field and hoping, hoping that mm. something just happens. And I'm afraid it doesn't work. That's not going to work. You know what I mean? Is Mankio yeah. still injured? Did he, so, made yeah. appearances, did he not make an appearance as a sub a handful of games back then? He's just I appeared he again. Did. I, yeah, I thought he did. It's just, I thought yeah, he did. it's just because like, to, obviously to get back to a back four, you've got to have a right back and a left back. And your only option, because Kraft has been awful, as as we know, is to get Mankio playing out there on the right hand side. And then you've got to. You've got to either bring Lewis back in and put him at left back, or or move Dummett across there. But that again, as we've just said, leaves leaves Richie out of the team, which is his his form and appearances have, have coincided with the turnaround in in performances and results. So it it is a tough it, it is a tough one to to work out, and that's the thing you 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 don't know what the best team is because we don't get to see. We, we don't we don't experiment with with the formations he'll he'll go with it for a couple of games and then it doesn't work so he'll then revert back the type and go back to what what he knows mm. the thing is though as every game comes comes along I still think we look dangerous on the counter-attack I do look like we do look like we, we can get up the field pretty quick obviously Twice because the Saints, yeah it's literally gives in the ball and 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 go all the way up the field then then it, it's just the case when that happens that there's one player in the box there was a couple of times that that happened just options weren't there because once again we'll go back to that midfield and when you've got Longstaff and Shelby in there but the, the pair of them are, are slower than anything so so 
that they just don't have the legs to get there, unlike the likes of Joe Willick, who we can see that that can make those late runs into the box. Um, we've seen it God knows how many times. I'm not sure if he was noticed this and it was later on in the game. In fact, no, I think we're still 1-0 down at this point. And, and Sane had the ball on the right-hand side. And he starts dancing. Um, it's, I think it might have been just before half-time. Starts dancing, doing step wars on the side. Yeah, and I think it's right, Richie. Right corner, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think it's Richie. Hear him over the microphones just saying, just cross it. Like that. <laughs> so at the point there, it must have been just before half-time because obviously the, the minutes were ticking down. And Richie just wants that ball to come in the box and, and saying, doing his step-overs. Is this where... Is this well? I'll come to you, Decker, because I know you're a big fan of Saints. Is this one of his downfalls? Well, I mean, it might be, but it might be. But I mean, I, I don't I just find it a bit. I just find it very hard to criticise him, if I'm honest. When he when he does bring so much to the team, like all right, he might not release the ball. Maybe you know, maybe at the right time every time, or maybe he should it should cross the ball. But I mean. Richie put in about it felt like three hundred crosses yesterday, and every single one went to the goalkeeper. Like uh, you know, yeah, it, the, you. the other pro, the other problem I have as well, I've got one in the box. We've only got one player in the box, and we do not get. Whereas Willett would probably be an, you know an option of getting forward, of course. I know he couldn't play yesterday anyway. Um, to quickly touch on the formation, I was thinking there again. I mean, we're, we're playing five at the back, so you got three centre halves, right? And again, yesterday he played three centre midfielders. In in a sense, he had <clears throat> Almiron left of the three. You don't need to play six. Technically, in the centre, you don't, you know, you could have three and then two sitting, and allow Almiron still to be breaking forward. He doesn't have to have that three in midfield if you've got three centre halves. In my opinion, especially when they only played that. one striker, they only had a yeah, I don't, front. You only had one one striker. I, I don't really understand why you have to do that. But seeing for me, I mean, <clears throat> seeing's been playing like Liverpool game was through the middle. You could say off mm. sometimes off the left, but it was through the middle. Um, for me though, when he's most dangerous, I have to admit it's from the left. You know, like coming inside. That yeah. that for me is his most natural. Uh, he can play. He can play through the middle. He can do it. But I do feel, in terms of bringing the best out of him, and certainly as a team, I think he is better out, out the left, in my opinion. But, but once again, Digger, we can't just rely on saying all the time. And this is what oh, no. Steve used to do at the minute. Yeah, well, we've seen this before. Well, Almiron, where Saint hasn't been there. Well, Almiron, bless him, is just picking the ball up and just running. Yeah. And there's, there's nobody up there. It's it's so um, amateurish, isn't it? The style, like it's just yeah. giving it to him and hoping for the best. You it's know? probably a Sunday league, isn't it? Give it to the fastest player. Yeah, and you, you you're asking him to beat everyone. That's what we ask him to do every time he gets a ball. Go on, Saint, take everyone on. It's 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 when you think of it like that, right? It, when you watch we play, it is like that, isn't it? Every time he mm-hmm. gets the ball, you're like, go on, then just take them all on, like. That's what we're asking every single because time he gets there's the There's no other choice, is it? Because he's it's the only just, one in that side of the field. It's insane, really. Like insane. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, in regards to, to performance-wise, obviously we saw everyone's everyone's performance drop massively. Um, even defence. I know there's a few times, and Mark, I think it's you that hates doing this when, when they play the ball across the six-yard box. They've done it quite well um, at times. <laughs> Uh, against Arsenal, but they still look a bit edgy when they're doing it, don't they? The difference is they could get away with it against Arsenal because they weren't getting, there wasn't anybody pro- putting pressure on them to, to to try and win the ball back. As opposed to when we played Liverpool, they had three on. Where as soon as we, as soon as the Bradshaw kicked it off, yeah. so that 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 came from the dif- difference in formation. So they had a little bit more time to to do something with it. But the problem was is they didn't do anything with it. They just got the, they got the ball out from from Dubravka and then invariably they gave it to uh, to Shelby, who was like what five ten yards in front of them. Yeah. Um, what I want I to thought Longstaff well. was also poor there as well. Look, every yeah. time Longstaff came and collected it off a defender, you've got in their moments you have to be brave and turn with the ball physically, yeah. turn with the ball and have a look. It was all very much back to goal. So Clark and Fernandez might be passing it around. They'll go to Shelby. Shelby then just goes back to Clark. And then yeah, all of a sudden, you're just inviting pressure. And you can yeah. see it coming. They're going to go back to the goalkeeper. You can see mm. it coming every time. They're just going to get lumped. And, and that's, and that's why exactly the field. where you then need, when you've got Shelby and Longstaff, if you're going to have them two playing, have them two playing as, as two sitting in that two, in front of a back four, with three in front of them in midfield, whether that be Saint, Miggy and another out on the right, whether that's Murphy or, or Richie, and then Wilson in front of them. Because if you've got that bank of three in front of them, they've then got somebody to give the ball to that can get forward. That that That's essentially what Arsenal did to us. Yeah. They had they had 
you know, two two rows in midfield of a, of a two and a three before Aubameyang, and they overran us time after time after time in midfield. Yeah, so so you mentioned Jacob Murphy there. I'll, I'll come to you, Bestie. Um, somebody who we give a lot of credit to over the last last few weeks now. Um, he's been playing quite well. Um, another one where it's it's up there with another poor performance by by Murphy. Not not the Murphy that that has been around over the last month or so. Um, is it just down to this one game where everyone's not pulling the weight? Or is that a standout poor performance by Jacob? It's a weird one, Murphy, isn't it? Because he seems to be very streaky. Like, um, he has been all right this last... Even when the form wasn't great when he was playing, I thought he was doing okay when he played. Um, but has he been playing above himself a little bit, maybe? Or has he just... Is it just that Arsenal found him out? Because it seemed to happen quite a bit from what I saw. I'm not too sure. Um, I'm a believer in giving him a bit, a bit more time. So, like, I, I certainly wouldn't. I mean, I'm saying that, but Mark makes a point earlier that if you're getting the most out of Wilson, so Maximan and Armour on, you probably have to play with the back four, which means that you're sacrificing. Yeah. Unless you play Murphy on I mean, the wing. Unless you push him up, push him up on the yeah. right wing. And, and thinking on, he's probably the best option to do. Because I've, Ryan Fraser, I've got no idea if he's alive even. Um, Scotland haven't got a game. Scotland haven't got a game for a little while, so he's, he's gone quiet. Um, so yeah, maybe that's not, maybe you might get more out of Murphy playing him further forward. He's more of a threat because defend. He's not a defender, is he? Like we just talked there about um, if you play a back four, you've got to go with Lewis because or Craft. Let's say Murphy doesn't come into the equation just because he just doesn't defend. You know, he's not. That's not his game. It's not his fault. You know, I mean, it, it's the same as you play anyone out of position. I'm not going to be able to do it. Matt Ritchie wouldn't play left back for the same reason. Well, shouldn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, if you're sticking with a five, you've got to play him. And he's done all right. He's he's certainly done enough in the last month. I mean, he's been a big part of Newcastle kind of hitting that little bit of... that they're getting those results together. That eight points in four games, that's kind of... looks like it might have helped him stay up. Um, so... So, yeah, I'm, I agree I, with, I think, I think I agree with you there, like, Bestie. Uh, when you say, like, I think Murphy... Murphy's done very well, considering yeah. it's not his position. He's done very well. And I think when it when it's not your natural position, there's gonna be certain games where you I'm not I mean found out's maybe the wrong word, but certain times where you might look a little bit hesitant in that position. And I thought yeah. on on Sunday, unfortunately, you're seeing that. And that's not I'm not bashing him at all because it's very difficult, I think, when it's not your position. But also when you think of the team around him, when he was even getting the ball, there's not many options, is there? When the, when one of our players does physically get the ball, there isn't many people wanting it. Um, that, that, that's been the case. That's all over the pitch. That's a case, I think. Like, Yeah, it, it's you, you've got maybe Wilson, that maybe, or, or perhaps Saint you've got. Other than yeah. that, you haven't really got... Other, or, or, or again, you're asking Murphy to just carry the ball. <laughs> just, just run, yeah. and it's, it, it's... And that's where, it he's looked, to, yeah. that's where he's looked good in the, in the last yeah, few games, has. is when he's yeah, been he going has. forward. Because he hasn't been asked to do that much coming back over, because of of, of the way that we've kind of set up. Um, but jump jumping ahead to to their second goal, I've got got to point a massive finger at Jacob Murphy because he was so narrow for that that second goal. He was basically playing as a right centre half, which completely left their. I can't remember, was it. I can't remember who it was who who basically got got the ball out on the left, but he had an absolute acre. Um, and then yet, yet again, who the, the the bloke that we've talked about for for ninety percent of this this podcast today, John Joe Shelby. What on earth he was doing for that second goal, mm. meandering, sauntering around the pitch with no intention whatsoever to attempt to get back and try and block or anything. He couldn't care less. There's been a few clips of Shelby doing the rounds um, over the last 24 hours. Um, somebody who says that, what was it he said in his interview? It may not look like he's running or grafting, but his stats say otherwise. My Honestly. eyes must lie then. My eyes must lie. <laughs> it's just, it's it's been, it, it's another game. And I think I'll just, I'll just put the question out there and I'll start with you, Bestie. Is this the end of John Joe Shelby in a Newcastle shirt? Do you think it'll be right. gone in the summer? Nah, as long as see Bruce is here, John Joe Shelby will be there, I think. Um, I, I, Bruce likes him. Bruce, he's, he was captain, wasn't he, yesterday? yesterday? He's, yeah, he's vice captain of the club, so whenever the cells in there, he's got the captain's armband, yeah. Disgusting. I, Absolutely I disgusting. I mean, for me, I mean, I, I don't understand why you wouldn't just give it to Matt Ritchie. Matt Ritchie is, we've said... Doesn't want it. Time to say, really, is that right? 
Fernandez. Fernandez. Kieran Clark. Fabian Sherby, be a better option. Anybody with a bit of heart. Aye, Shelby's uh, Bruce likes him. So as long as as long as Bruce is there, Shelby's there for me. I think he'll be there next season. If Lascelles goes, he'll have to be captain next season. It'd be like when Jeremy was captain. Remember that? <laughs> I, I, I've said, I've said honestly, right. The first, I think one of the first shows I ever did, right, with you two, obviously best he wasn't here. I said, why have we not upgraded with centre midfielders? And we're still seeing the same story, argument, isn't it? Five years on, six years on. Where if Hayden's fit, Hayden and Shelby arguably maybe your best. Sean Longstaff was an anomaly. We weren't even expecting him to be any good. And he came in and was wonderful over 10 games. Wonderful. Never repeated that form, but he was decent. Um, I've I've banged the drum for Shelby many times. That like he's calm on the ball, has a decent eye for a pass. But even I can't defend him. Even I can't. I mean, it's just absolutely shocking. Um, and for him to be a captain. I just I can't believe it. I can't, honestly can't believe it. Like what, what players around him must be looking going fuck, like he's not even putting a shift in here, and this is what captain. Like surely, man. Like it's it's unbelievable. And the second goal, as Mark said, yes, he just this fake run, wasn't it? It was like I'm 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 walking that and run. I'm kind of running, but I'm yeah. yeah, but I'm not like that little jog you do at the dance floor, like a, a dad does. Just was horrific. the run? Do you know like when you're crossing like a dual carriageway and the cars have already I, stopped for you? So you feel yeah. as you if I'm going to jog a little bit. You feel as if like I'm going to let them pass as well. Yeah, yeah. Was that it was like that. And going back to Murphy, sorry, what Mark said. I, I don't know what your thoughts were on this. I felt he could have put his foot out and stopped the ball. I felt like the the ball was really close to him when it went to that left the left winger. I just felt he just struck his foot out and stopped the ball. But he, but he didn't. Just, so I, if he was if he was in the right wing back position where he should have been, yeah, he, he could have tackled him. He could have. Well, we the have ball. He could have at least done something. Yeah. We seem to have this problem all the time with right back. The Edlin was the same. Wanted to hold hands with the centre half all the time. Big, big criticism, Edlin, wasn't it? Took an inside. In, it was so in. narrow. It was ridiculous. It was. I thought. I do agree. I do. Agree. And then, in fairness, as well. So it felt. It felt as if about fifteen seconds before that, it felt this to me anyway. That Richie got in a very similar position and crossed it for Wilson. And guess what happened? Keeper comes out and just takes it. Within seconds, it felt like them going in exactly the same area. And Aubameyang scores, and I couldn't believe he was so open. Um, yeah. And I hate to say it, but Fernandez and Clark, yeah. I don't think have been very good at all recently. Like I've, I've been a little bit critical of Clark. I don't really want to be because he's been a good servant. He's done fantastic for what I actually believe. But recent form, I and mean, he's been very good. Some errors, for me, haven't like, there? There's been some some yeah. big errors in in the has the has and you know, and I don't want to bang the drum about Lascelles because I don't even think he's good enough either. But there's something, and it, does it come to coaching? Does it come back to Steve Bruce? Does it come back to coaching? Do you know what it is? Overall, it probably does. It probably does. But based on what I'm saying, I just feel like even even defensively, we don't we don't look very good. Like to be honest with you, look, look like we've got a mistake, and if you know what I mean. Yeah. Clark, Clark has been a bit unpredictable the last few games, which is why I was actually surprised that he was the one of of the three that stayed on 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 Sunday when obviously Cher came on. Cher came on for Fernandez. Um, which I, I've got to say, like, well, at, at the point of when he came on, I thought it was absolutely amazing that he'd he'd somehow got himself back fit and was able to yeah, to play in the machine, game. Man. So yeah, similar like, Lejeune, like how Lejeune gets fit so quickly is ridiculous. That's a lot of just, desire just that is from the player. That's a that's, lot of desire. That's, from that's the strong, player. strong willpower. That yeah, yeah. Yeah. he's just saying that, but he's he's just got himself another three games off. So <laughs> well, <that's, laughs> yeah, that's true. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. Yeah, so true, he's yeah. got the mentality to get himself back to the game, but then as we've said, well, he's time time again. He's got the mentality goes out the window on the pitch. But let's let's have a chat about that then. Let's have a chat. Is that a red card? Take us in nicely to that one. So yeah, is that a red card? Absolutely not. Not Bestie. a chance, no. Nah, that's nah, not. Well, it's a yellow card, certainly, but not a red. It shouldn't be, should it? It shouldn't Ooh, be. You were a bit, in, were a bit on the fence there, Mark. Yeah. No, well, it shouldn't be, but in, in this day and age, if you yeah. go to ground and you go in and tackle in from, from behind and come through the back of a player, you, you're dicing with it, you're asking for he it. Hasn't, he hasn't really... He has, battle, has, he? He, he, hasn't, has he? he has. It's not. I know you said he came in sideways, but he definitely comes in. I was watching the Mr. Royale video at the time, but like, um, he he doesn't come to come through the back of him to me is the bloke's got his back to him 180 degrees and he's just wiped him out. And he hasn't. They've both gone for the same ball. Sure, happens to have come from a little bit further away, and he, he's I think he's t- touched his foot, but it's a yellow card. Um, 
and for for me, no more than that. It's it's a tough challenge to make. There's no need to make a two 0 down where they were on the pitch. Um, yeah, I agree. Well, this, this is very, what I like. This, this is what I like about Shea. Shea was very similar to what Colaccini what used to be like. Colaccini used to just see red, then just go for it. Uh, and I, I don't, think, I don't think he did that. I don't think he tried. I, I don't think he was going in for a bad tackle or anything. No, no, like you, that I'm because... not saying that. I'm saying that, but obviously frustrating of being two 0 down. Him. Yeah, he, he's thought, "Fuck this! I'm going to like yeah. put a tackle in here." But that's what he's been thinking. But the, the the thing that annoyed me is even the commentators at the time were saying, is the red card they were doubting it? Then, then it went to VAR. Then VAR confirmed that it was a red card. I'm thinking, how, how have you came up with that decision there when, when you've looked it's, at it back? It's the clear and yeah. obvious error thing, isn't it, though? Yeah. And, and well, they, what if... they basically is, the, 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 they're not saying he's got it completely wrong because but, there was contact he came in from behind. You, you look, you look earlier on in the pitch. You look earlier on the pitch and, and uh, Miguel Almiron gets booked for another player hitting his foot during a challenge. So Al- Almiron goes in. And does it puts a great challenge in, and it's because the Arsenal player screams as he's going down, even though yeah. there was no contact they, they made with him. It's to the, to the ground all you know, game. Bruce said that, and I know a lot of people don't like what Bruce says, but he said that after the game that he says, Well, there'd be no crowd there, you can hear every yeah. scream. And he went, That lad literally screamed like as yeah. loud as he possibly could. And he said, I'm not saying that that swayed the referee, but it might have, and he maybe got a point there. A I actually point. also thought, I actually thought Jack, I should have been sent off. Am I, am yeah. 100%, anyone... Absolutely. Jack, Surely that's a second. Oh, there we go. Surely yeah. that was a, no doubt, no doubt. Jack runs out of out of his way to block off. Is it Longstaff that he blocks off? Yeah, yeah. I think and he's already been yeah. booked here. Yeah. I mean, on about yeah. Bruce and the crowd, I mean, the, the crowd are constantly living rent free in Bruce's head, which as we all know, Bruce doesn't like. Um, yeah, but cool, I, well. I just mean that point, though. I just mean that point, you know. Yeah, subtle, subtle. I like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. I thought there was another conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's just, he's just, he's just planting the seed. For I know. But I thought he was going to go. I thought he was going to say something else. No, no, um, but yeah, um, performance-wise, from start to finish. Absolutely horrendous. No effort, no fight, no desire in that one. Like we've said a couple of times tonight, didn't lay a glove on them. Lads were on the holidays far too early, and they had their flip flops on when there's still plenty of play for here yeah, in regards to yeah. to Premier League survival. It's not finished just and that, yet, and that's why we get annoyed so much. Is because that's that's the one thing we ask, isn't it? As as fans, the one thing is to go out and at least try, and. They didn't. I didn't care what any of them would say to us. No, I don't believe they did at all. And that's yeah. what annoys me the most yeah, above does, yeah. anything is the yeah. lack of commitment and lack of effort. Mm. Um, Julie says there, um, obviously between the TV cutting Old Trafford several times in the game, um, they could have, well, sorry, um, swear they have been the game off if they could have. So yeah. Sure. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah, just, just call it deal, lads. Right? We're not getting back into it. So... Um, the scenes that we saw at Old Trafford, uh, Man United fans taking upon themselves to, to protest um, and obviously getting the game postponed and called off in the end of it. Um, what are your thoughts on that one? I know there's been a lot of criticism for Newcastle fans for not doing something similar uh, underneath Mike Ashley's ownership. But I'll come to you, Mark. What's your thoughts on everything? Um, so a bit of a mixed bag, I think, in on, in the in the grand scheme of things, to to be able to put forward your view to show that you're not happy to make a statement to to the footballing world about what's gone on in the last what week 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 and a half something like that. There's there's no better way to to do that. They they showed their their unrest. They showed their displeasure towards the owners, um, as as other clubs have done um, in in the recent recent week and two weeks, um, but. What you do get when you have these situations is you'll have one or two absolute idiots, absolute knobheads that get in in amongst that, who take things a step a step too far, and and we've we've now seen things like footage of like glass doors being kicked in and smashed to bits. We've seen bottles and cans being thrown. Obviously, a police policeman's been injured and um, been scored and that kind of thing. So that that's. That's the the side of it that you don't want to see, um, but as a, as a statement, it's it it's it's very very clear the statement that they they have made in their displeasure, and and you've got to give them, you know, credit for 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 doing that. I don't think they they, they had the intention of 
of looking to, to have the game postponed um, because they probably didn't even expect to be able to get into the into the ground um, and and be able to get onto the pitch. But it it just shows you how how easy it was for it the, for it to happen to get that many people inside of the ground. But some of some of the scenes are are terrible. But you can't tarnish all of the fans and all of the people that were there with that brush. In, yeah. a, in a large group of people, you'll have numpties and idiots that'll take think, things too far. I'll come to you, Bessie, because I think it was perfectly summed up by uh, the, the lads in the Sky Sports who, who are at Old Trafford. Um, so you had Mick Richards, uh, Neville Carragher, who were, and uh, Roy Keane, sorry, who were basically saying these fans have got every right to do to what they're doing now. Then on the other fence, you had Sunes, who sounded like he had been sat in a social club most of the afternoon, just absolutely down on as many pints as he possibly could. Um, and who's the, who's the um, presenter? Dave Jones. Dave Jones. Was Jesus Christ. Absolutely he didn't cover himself in any glory like. Jesus. No. Um, what were your thoughts on it, Bestie? Um, broadly speaking, the same as well. I thought it was brilliant. Like um, That's, to me, what a protest should be. You should be looking to cause... Well, no, not not injuring people, not not like kind of that that couple that ended up with a scarf. You, you don't want to, you don't want to see that cause disruption, though, aren't you? It, as much disruption as you possibly can, whilst being peaceful for me. So, if if you can get in the stadium, sit on the pitch, do it. Like that's that's a protest to me. Like that's probably it, it. It gets people talking, and that's the the issue with there's videos of that kid throwing um. A camera, like a tripod over the advertising the homes, and the, 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 the yeah. policy with a scar on his cheek, and that's become the story. It's all oh, look at these unruly job, and that's not what it should be. It should be about Man United. Who've, it's not just about the Super League thing for Man U. The the, the, um, the the Glazers for all the money. Someone I think match of the day might have been um, had a, a graphic of Man United have spent so many hundreds of million um, since the Glazers came in, and they had um, Andy Mitten. I think it was who was a Man United kind of um, fanzine editor. It was saying, yeah, but they've also spent so much of the club's money on the interest incurred from the loan when they bought the club because they bought the club of Man U's money, didn't they? That was the kind of that was yeah. the, the start of the, the green and gold taking out billions. Oh yeah, close to a billion, three quarters of a billion yeah. in interest apparently. Um, so, and I think we we'll have to remember how big of a club Manchester United are across oh, the yeah, world. Like, yeah, and no, they've every they've right. every right they've every right to, um, to do it. I, I don't buy the thing. Oh well, they should be happy because they're second in the league and all that. And that, that's not how it works. It's you get people saying, "Ah, oh, but Newcastle in a worse shape." But then, when Newcastle, if Newcastle, they'd be saying, "Oh, well, what about Wigan? What about Berry? What about Leeds?" Fifteen years ago, something. You know, it's kind of the club are on being very well run at the minute. Um, and it, the Super League thing was kind of a symptom of what's been going on with Man U. Like the, the Glazers do not care about um, about families in Salford, about families in Withenshaw, whoever, who are Man U fans for generations. Uh, my um, sister-in-law's boyfriend is a Man U fan. His dad's a season. I went to the game with his dad on Boxing Day a couple of years ago, the 4-1 defeat. Um, we went to the same car a few years ago. And, you know, it, it's a, a proper, as much football fans as we are, or as what pals who support Sunderland are, or Leeds, or whoever, um, just because they're successful doesn't make them less of a fan, you know what I mean? And there are more tourists, there are more day trippers and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, um, for me, I'm kind of digressing massively there, actually. But um, but I, um, for me, it's, it causes much disruption as possible, but just don't hurt people. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's that, goes without saying, doesn't it? Don't yeah. be a dick. Aye. Yeah, it goes without saying. Dega, what, what's your thoughts on it, mate? Um, well, I was really interested to hear their thoughts before. I had a go, actually. Um because I totally agree. I totally agree. I thought the protest was fantastic, to be honest. I thought um, to, to get that many numbers to get it organised, to have that many there, um, was tremendous. Um, I, I do want to touch slightly for one second on the Chelsea one when they all sat on the ground and wouldn't allow the bus to come in. I actually also oh, yeah, thought that yeah. was quite a good yeah. idea. I thought yeah. that was very, very good. Um, you're, not, you're not causing anybody any injury there except yourself if you're getting over by a bus. So you're not you're not causing any damage to anyone or hurting anyone or any property. You know what I mean? You're just stopping the players from coming in. It was a fact that Peter Cech had to go, get off the yeah. coach and like, try and go, and right, lads. To, Oof, to no. what Bestie's saying there, the point he's made about as much disruption as possible without actually causing you know, physical harm to someone or anyone, I think is really important. And the problem that you have is, is I know Sunes was banging on about, of course, listen, hey, I'm I, I'm not agreeing with Sunes, but I wouldn't have liked to have been sitting there and someone's trying to flay at me. I will be honest here. Like, I, I wouldn't want that. However, at the same time, like what Keane was trying to say, and, and Mika Richards and all the rest of them was, they they weren't they weren't condoning that. They were, they were they were saying that is bad. That is really bad. However, 
the bigger picture of what the what the fans are trying to do is fantastic. And you know what it is? I think what they've done could really change everything within football. I, I really feel that other clubs may learn from that or other owners might think, fucking hell, the heat's going to be on here in weeks to come. You know, And, and I think it's a, a massive moment for football, I think, to be honest. But to what Bestie said, or maybe Mark was, the bad thing you've got is these these images of the police officer, for example. And it's awful. It's, it's just not on that. It's unacceptable. But the message of what it is sometimes gets taken away because that's the front cover. Policeman okay. scored. Yobs footballer, Yobs as usual. And I hate that because the, the overall prime message sometimes gets taken away. So that that's upsetting. But you know, in a nutshell, I thought I thought it was very good, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. Hope what I wanna sense. what I wanna highlight here is like like I said when we first started talking about this, is a lot of people, like a lot of Newcastle fans are having to dig out other Newcastle fans saying all, all that we managed to do was, was shout at a shop, which is right. Um I, I'm not saying it's anything other than that, and obviously having a, a pretend it, and mock mocking up. It's yeah. not though, is it? We, we, there is groups that have attempted to do more. Attempted, yeah. But this is what I'm trying to say. So, the difference between the the protests which we're seeing right now and protests in the past is fans don't have an option of an open turnstile. That's not there. That's taken away from them. So, if it was if it was Newcastle fans in this sort of situation now, where the option to walk into the ground isn't there, that then you might see different things. Of course you will. Great. But yep. for some reason, Newcastle fans just can't not go to the game. It's been tried. There's been God knows how many boycotts um, in the past uh, tried to, to arrange from different fan groups. And it just never happened. It really hasn't. You see a few hundred not going in the ground and that's it. And you see a few people uh, shouting outside the ground holding banners, but, but that's about it. Um, I, so, I, I, yeah, sorry, um, sorry. No, no, carry on, mate. No, I, I do I do agree there. And I've seen a lot of Newcastle fans saying like, yeah, we're, we're too thick and we're too busy to give Ashley 600 quid. Not to be funny here, but every my United haven't had a, a game that hasn't sold out. Like, yeah. like, all them fans that were probably there yesterday go to the game anyway. Like, them have never had a boycott of a game or not go in on this minute or come out on that minute. Like, they're there every single week, 60,000, week in, week out. Obviously, there's no fans allowed in and they've, they've went hell for leather. Good go luck to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that 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 one doesn't wash with me very well when they say like, oh well, we'd be too busy because we'd be going to the game. My United fans, and also at the point out what Suna says, horrendous comment. Um, they're just doing it because they're not top dogs anymore. When then we're winning the league and all the rest of it, then we're there with Glazers out signs, the, the the green and yellow scarfs, all the rest of it. Yeah. They've been trying to do it since day one of them coming in the club. So it's another thing that doesn't wash with us when they say they're only doing it because they're not <laughs> top dogs anymore. But um, I think to say that. Listen, what what I will say, I, would we would we as passionate as that? Would you see us doing that? We wouldn't. Let's be fair, we wouldn't, right? Because we've we've had the opportunity and we've had a cabbage on a gate, or we've stood with the odd banner here and there. We haven't went as we've nowhere near of what my United yeah. did. But in yeah. terms of saying that we'd be too busy going to the game, I disagree with because my United have sold out every single week for years. Yeah, yeah. I think I think a big thing with Newcastle fans of protest. I remember one, and I forget which game it was. Now it might be in Cardiff, which actually it's the anniversary of today, the three 0 win. Um, when I had the walkout, and oh, there was a um, uh, walk out on different times <laughs> because you had you had uh, um, one fan group. Saying, I want to say a 17th minute was the first one which was uh, muted, yeah, because I, I did it I, I went, on the 21st or something, something I can't remember exactly, but I, I remember I walked out, I, I think I went with the first group, but it was two different groups, and the wouldn't. Kind of um, compromise with one another. They wouldn't say, "Well, well, well, we'll just, you know, the one of them could have said, oh, well, we'll just do it on this time because, you know." And it was that. I think that's a problem. You, you see it in Newcastle at the minute on Twitter in particular, which I know is only a, a faction, a, a tiny Small amount of what's going on. Newcastle fans, yeah. But it's it, it's this thing with kind of people going about podcast wars on Twitter or whatever it is, and like there's certain groups that just w- will not listen to what anyone else has got to say. Um, and this isn't a dig at any of the podcasts, this isn't a dig at any individuals, but people are so tribal that if an idea hasn't come from a certain source or isn't endorsed by, they'll go, oh, we're not doing that. We think it's a fucking stupid idea. And that, that works both ways. If if someone had a... if a, 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 oh, You can probably all guess who I've got in mind here. Um, <laughs> but, come on, say, come on. but if they had a perfectly good idea that was... Um, that was workable, that would make a difference. You would get some people that are so against what they say and what they do that would go, oh, no, we're not doing that, we don't want to be involved in that. 
and there's mm. just not there's not that unity um for me at least to to make to, and that's been a problem with Newcastle for as as long as I can remember when they've been trying to mobilize against Ashley with walkouts with I, I did one where we walked in late to a game and we got didn't get booed by the whole stadium, but we certainly got booed by people in the um, strawberry corner. So is that all the one where people. they turned the, the TVs off? <laughs> yeah, TVs off in the, the concourse. Right. Concourse, aye. wasn't it? Oh, that's right, aye. Because I was in the strawberry. Yeah. I, I was just, I, I was in a bar. I mean, I've, I've often turned up the game five minutes late anyway, so that don't. I mean, it wasn't that big a protest Same. for me. But... Yeah, it was no, no news <laughs> for us. Normal match day. <laughs> But, but no, what, but what you're I, saying is hang on there though, Bestie. He is right there though, because when that that I remember when that minute that it was going to be was arranged and you know, it was getting a bit of momentum and there was quite a lot of interest mm-hmm. on Twitter, blah blah blah. Why would another group or somebody else go, Well, I want to make it this minute? Yeah, like what, back why? the original one. Just back the original one and just get on with it. Like it it's just it, it's unbelievable, really, and it's quite desperate and sad, isn't it? Really, to, it's, like, you like, with the idea. just, talk, just talk be like this. We, we just we just do what we're told. To be honest with you, just oh, be, just be like pretty us. much. <laughs> honestly, it can be awesome with the drama, me. Like honestly, I couldn't be, but like, but yeah, I mean, it is a shame that we haven't been able to, you know, to 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 do it as. I don't know the right word. Maybe as fierce or as together as what that one was. Because yesterday was a was such was a great. movement within football. It was great yeah, well, yeah. Well, it was great to see. It really was. Um, lads, that, that's that's what's done for tonight. Unless Gary you've got Nixon. anything else to mention. Gary, Gary Nixon. Gary Nixon, yeah. I've seen it. Um, I love Gary it. Nixon. <laughs> as I said, Gallo laid shots. <laughs> he knows us so well. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's that's the final nail in the coffin. Who? Ah... <laughs> uh... <laughs> Um, right. Um, anything else to say, boys? Because that's us logging out tonight. Unless you have anything else, it was staying up. Yes. Maybe Yes. I think I can't see Fulham. Fulham have to win the three games, then obviously get something out of our game as well. Yeah. Um, I can't see it happening. I can't no. see it happening. I'm, I'm the I, same. To be fair, I think we'll I think we'll stay up now. Yeah, I, I think it, it's not. It, it's by no means 100, percent but it's very likely that we'll stay up now. I think if Fulham lose one more, that's it, isn't it? Uh, well, the, the, the nine, they, nine points behind, so so they have to win the next three. Really, have any chance yeah. of, of surviving? Uh, we have to lose yeah. all of ours. It looks like Big Sam's on his way out. Obviously, because they drew the night in the yeah, they only nice. got a point. Yeah, they, then we're done weeks ago, but it's just nice that it's getting close to being official, which is lovely. Mm. Um, yeah. No offence to West Brom, actually. I just mean Big Sam. Um, yeah, I like West yeah. Brom, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I've got nothing against them, actually. It's just him. No, if, if Sam Allardyce managed us now, I'd want us to get relegated as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're bored like that with Steve Bruce, to be honest, mate. <laughs> um, Mark, do you, do you yeah. think we'll stay up? Yeah, I've said it for the last couple of weeks now. We've we've done a we've done enough in the last the last couple of games with the the points that we've picked up and the the couple of surprise wins that we've we've had. I, probably, I, I think lads. I think Burnley will beat Fulham and, and that'll that'll do them. I think. And uh, like <laughs> you look back, <laughs> you look back at a couple of games ago and you get all right. We've, we've climbed up to fifteenth or what it is. <laughs> now you're right back in the fourth bottom. <laughs> it felt within minutes as well. I thought I agree. We we're like fifteenth. I was like, hey, you know, what it is? if we win the next one, we might even go twelfth. And <laughs> it was a bit stupid. like this. Why am I looking up? Why am I doing that? <laughs> and I, I use this analogy for absolutely everything. But you know, the third Matrix film. Yeah, is that right, little okay. bit with the fly above the fly above the cloud, and it's like, oh, this is great. This, <laughs> and then they come back to <laughs> the drop. It's that. Aye. Yeah, it is. That was out. That yeah, was us in fifteenth. Yeah, we're running out of fuel, like hundred <laughs> um, well, percent. Right. Leicester Friday night. I've got I've got good memories of playing Leicester on a Friday night. Oh, so we're doing a live one for that. So, I'm free. On, I'm free on Friday night, so I'll certainly be able to do a live watch along. Um, yeah, things are better for me. I heard as well that the last the last two times we've secured safety, it both been against Leicester as well. Oh. All right. Yeah, I might have just. That's, I'm, I'm, that's a stat I haven't sure. read. I'm pretty sure it was Ketchell that said that. I'm pretty confident it was. Just it was yeah, not yeah, West Ham that time when Jonah scored, and that was a big deal of staying up. Was that not West Ham? That was. That was, uh, that was like three, four years ago. That. Uh, no, it was longer. That we've been relegated since then. No, but what, what was the what was the question? What was the so question? The last you two said? times we've secured. Safety. Oh, I apologize. Sorry, yeah. I thought you said like 
Right, sorry, the last two. Yeah. Right, sorry, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Right, sorry. I yeah. misread the question there. Yeah. Maybe because it was that, that, that one where the, the crowd's did, you got Rafa and get interviewed and the, the crowd yeah. were given a 6 now. Yeah. Yeah, that was that one. Yeah, that's the one I was right? thinking of. Yeah, it was one where Rafa was getting interviewed by Jamie Carragher, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. I had, right. had a good conversation. He was basically saying, Mike Ashley, that's when he started turning just to yeah. literally go to town on Ashley. Yeah, was yeah, that one. Right, yeah. um, right yeah. boys, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure, as always. Um, I've enjoyed this one, even though it's on the back of a, a 2 0 defeat. Um, I've enjoyed this one tonight. Same, I didn't even watch a game, and I've quite enjoyed talking about it. So. <laughs> um, I didn't yeah. enjoy watching it. It's a better way of doing it. Well, I watched it twice. At least you didn't do it. Like I watched it twice. <laughs> it was so bad. I watched it twice. Yeah, <laughs> I, think I watched it more than what Shelby did. And he was playing. Well, I, the, honestly, the second time I literally just watched Shelby and going, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Just going off with him. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now um, you know how you. I feel week in, week out. True. Everybody watching, if you do want to like the video, we will massively appreciate that as well. If you want to subscribe to the channel, or even better, if you do want to become a member, then we thank you very much for that. Um, we'll see you what, next what time. If, what if they want to buy a badge, Chris? If they want to buy, buy a badge, buy a, um, buy a, a, don't want to have any handy. Oh, oh hang on, on, I do. You're letting us down, yeah. <laughs> if you want to buy a badge, look at that man. Can get one of these. Actually, oh, look at, look at their beautiful faces on there, man. I showed oh, Amy the, the kind of kit. That's the, the badge. Look at the poster. put together. And Amy goes, are you, are you picking your teeth? And I'm like, uh, oh, God, I think I am. I think you're scratching the corner of your mouth. I, I do look quite a bit, I. Yeah. Got, a chicken, got a chicken nugget stuck in there. <laughs> I, I actually thought, when I first I thought Bestie was like, kind of leaning, like doing like a fist pump, like get in, like that's that's what I thought you were doing, to be honest. But uh, you, know, you, you want to pay Jackson, will you? Like, because you look lush on here, like, mate. Do I? Oh, mate, you're like an ah. absolute Adonis and you don't look oh, like, like I, in real life. I've never looked like... Like... I look fucking dreadful in them. Never looked like in real life. <laughs> right, um, thanks very much. See you all later. Thanks, everybody, for watching. And um, we'll see you during the week. Plenty more to come. Bye. Good night. Bye. Night. Sports Social Podcast Network.